Have you ever seen Jarhead? I haven't. I've told you before, I think, that I have the same kind of problem with war films that I do with uh, legal dramas. Mm. I find they're incredibly tropey. Uh, but I have different problems as well, such as the fact that once you, they put their helmets on, they all look the fucking same. And right. I can't tell which character's doing what. And, and even beforehand, because they've all got the same haircut, more or less, unless you're in yeah. maybe Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and also part of it is I don't mind watching films that I disagree with politically, but, you know, I'm like, I'm very anti war. Yeah. And I, uh, and I feel like most Hollywood war films are not particularly critical even the ones that aspire to be like i talked about this when i interviewed yeah. out the director alex cox hmm. but even films that kind of profess to be anti-war uh end up glamorizing and glorifying it nothing else in the world smells like that I love the smell of napalm in the morning. And um, not just the fact that I, I think war in itself is generally to be avoided, but the particular type of war as well. I uh, I don't vibe off uh, either yeah. an, un, an uncritical look at American imperial power or something that actively valorizes it. That's fair, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I ask uh, n- not because I can really sit here and give a valid critique right this moment, but uh, it is a movie of Jake Gyllenhaal's that I've been... I, I, I saw it... Uh, I've seen it a few times, Actually, uh, but sorry. I haven't seen it in like the last like uh, five, six, seven years. It's just hit me that possibly, and I may be completely pulling this out my ass, but... In Alex Cox's introduction to film, he actually cites Jarhead as a pretty anti-war war film. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe, or maybe what he's... I think what he said was that the book that it's based on yeah. is a very... No, yes, this is what he said. The book that it's based on is written by an ex-soldier and is an incredibly powerful anti-war text. Converted uh. to cinema, it became effectively just another pro-war film that made it look cool. See, I, I don't know. Like I say, I haven't seen it recently. I just, uh, I do want to rewatch it because honestly, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there was definitely some level of jingoism. American films. It was made during the Bush years uh, with yeah. the Iraq war there. Uh, I, I'm not expecting it to be like a communist uh, analysis, a materialist no. analysis, or anything. Uh, <laughs> but I, from my, what I recall, there was like war crimes and shit going on, like, and oh, it yeah. was generally pretty horrifying. And it didn't exactly leave me thinking that the Iraq War was awesome. Uh, it, it was, it, uh, and, and anyway, the yeah. way the reason I watched it originally, it was. For but, I mean, films... I, I didn't, I didn't so... come out of Zero Dark Thirty thinking that the uh, the search for Osama bin Laden was awesome. I came out of it a bigger supporter of bin Laden than Epstein. No, I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, no, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Zero Dark Thirty actually. Uh, uh, but but I I mean on a serious point we do always bring our own kind of uh, view of yeah. war um, to to a war film so like if you or I think that 
but uh, for crimes well, committed by U.S. soldiers in the Iraq War were terrible crimes. Then we see them on screen yeah. and are like, "Damn, that's depicting the U.S. doing some horrible stuff." But then, if there is that kind of not that you need, there should be moral ambiguity. Sometimes it is some both. It is often bad filmmaking and storytelling to be too didactic and signpost look they're doing a bad thing well, um yeah but sometimes sometimes you can what sometimes other people can watch it and be like oh fuck so they had to torture that guy because otherwise they wouldn't have got the information like damn it looks like torture works here yeah 